Well, hey there. Welcome back to another episode of the Reshape Your Health podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Morgan Nolte, and each week I share knowledge and tips and strategies to help you lose weight and keep it off so that you can prevent disease. Today I'm talking with Sarah Phelps about the no train, setting boundaries in your life, getting your priorities straight so that you have the time and space and energy to accomplish your big health goals. I know that you're going to love this episode. Let's go ahead and dive in. Good morning, Sarah. Good morning, Morgan and baby. How you doing, Dawson? Where's your thumb? (laughs) (laughs) Dawson's just making a surprise appearance this morning for a little bit. He'll probably be wandering off. I understand Um, that. Yeah, so hello, everybody. Today we're talking about boundaries and getting on the no train, but first we're going to start with our feel-good moment and eye-opener for the week like normal. Um, My feel-good moment is getting the course videos done. Um, That was really a big, big, big project over the last few months, and I'm really excited and proud that it's done. Awesome. Bye, Dawson. Those videos Um, are so good. Thank you. I work really hard on them. Um, And your makeup is on point, FYI. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. My cousin Maggie would be proud of that because she's super stylish and makeupy, and I'm not, so... That's nice. Um, I think that my eye opener for the week is I don't have anything that negative that happened. I think just, you know, reminding to be patient and graceful with myself postpartum. Like we were talking offline, you know, Leah got up five times last night to eat and um, it's okay. You know, it's okay to not do all of the things all of the time. And I'm just really trying to focus on my nutrition and moving a little bit every day and managing my stress. And I feel good about that. And I feel really good that we don't always have to be perfect. So, yeah. And to be honest, every time you make a really tiny, tiny, small change or good thing, it's a win. It is. And I have one more Because you didn't do the other thing, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And Justin and I are getting better about like shutting Netflix off and going to bed. And then one more positive thing was a course member emailed me and she's like, you know, my blood, my fasting blood sugar has gone down from, it was like 117 to just slightly over a hundred. And so she's really working to prevent type two diabetes and she's seeing good results. And I always love hearing that because that's kind of like the deep core of my mission is preventing disease. So that was my other feel good moment. Tell me about you and about your feel good moments. Uh, feel good moment of the week. I have an interview for my dream job on Friday. I'm so excited for you. <laughs> Me too. What I, and the feel good part about it is that perseverance pays off, Yeah. you know? Um, and my eye opener of the week is we have eliminated all the crappy carbs from our house. <laughs> I'm doing like the crappy carb dance. Right. So exactly. Fabulous. So there's no... <laughs> No sweets of any kind, um, no white, like crackers, chips, white bread, none of that. So it, we have only whole grains and, um, you know, like oatmeals and things like that. So the eye-opener part about it is, you know, surprise, when it's not easily available, you don't eat it. Crazy talk, I know. So um, Can we it was 100% worth it. Seriously, like that's a really, really big deal. And for those of you listening who are hanging on to all that crap in your house, 
listen to what Sarah just said and what she did. And she's like, it was totally worth it. Okay. Once totally. it's out of sight, it's going to be out of mind. You're going to become less emotionally attached to your white carbs. <laughs> you can do this. <laughs> you know, and you, we entertain a lot. So that's a lot of the stuff we had was stuff that we used to entertain with. Well, it turns out everybody I know would rather eat the healthy stuff anyway. Yeah. Um, and these are people at all levels of fitness. So, you know, it, it's not a bad thing to just get it out of, get it out of your house. You know, we don't have now the mounds of cheese we used to have. We don't have any crappy carbs. I didn't make cookies this weekend. Very, very proud of that. Um, you know, and it's snowing here. So I made a super healthy minestrone last night. So I'm feeling good about that. You're making really positive choices every single week. And I oh, think it's, oh, a, oh, what, what, what? I lost five pounds. I forgot to tell you. Yay. <laughs> Yay. And I did it with like tiny changes. So Seriously. everything you do is worth it. It just starts to build like a snowball. So that's a great, a great analogy is that snowball effect. You know, you just make one good decision and it, and it makes you want to make another good decision. Exactly. So, we are on track and I'm really, really proud of you. And I want the listeners to hear like, she is not doing all of the things, but nope. she's prioritizing a couple of things and she's doing them. You know, she's yes. putting in the work and she's getting it done. So first off, good luck in your job interview Friday. Thank I'm you. To hear about it. Um, and then anything, I know you had the listener shout out. Did you give our eye opener yet? Your eye opener? Yeah. My eye opener was the carb elimination. Oh, okay. That was, yeah. see, to me, that's like a feel good moment. <laughs> it's both, but it's both. the eye opener part was, Hey, that actually worked. Who knew? Yeah. Right. Right. Well, you did obviously. Uh, <laughs> so my listener shout out is to my friend, Nicole, who started out as a work friend and ended up as a, a true friend. Uh, she has some stuff going on and has been watching our videos and enjoying them. And, um, she is not on the same kind of journey I am, but she's also making changes. And the good news is that any change you make, our videos apply to all of them. So shout out to you, Nicole. I'm really proud of you. Yep. Awesome. And so for the listeners today, we are doing the no train and we're talking about boundaries. And I got the concept of the no train from a business course I took online from Marie Forleo. And one of her programs is called the follow through formula. And I took that and I tweaked it to make it in my own program. So that's module one of my course is the follow through formula. And there's four main lessons. So D is decide and define. What do you want to get done? What do you want to accomplish? O is organize your life around your top priorities. So get a handle on your schedule. N is get on the no train, which we're going to talk about today. E is execute. So then we talk about like my sustainable weight loss system, tracking your food, that kind of stuff. And so the no train specifically is, I like to just sum it up every single time you say yes to something, you're saying no to something else. And most of the time, what you're saying no to is a top five priority. And so if you think of like the top five priorities in your life, I really believe we can't really hold more than about five things in our heart and our brain highly, you know, at a high priority level at a time. Um, 
And so for me, you know, that's faith, that's my marriage, that's my kids, that's my work, and that's my body and my mind and my overall mental health. Um, so what things are pushed down the list? Extracurricular activities. I'm not in a bunch of clubs. I don't go, I don't go to a ton of group meetings. Um, friendships, a lot of the times, you know, are actually below those top five. I'm not investing in my friendships as heavily as I once, but once was and would like to, and that's okay. Um, but in order to build this course, in order to build this business, I had to make that, I had to push that work up into my top five, five priorities. Um, and I really believe that in order to lose weight, your health has to be in your top five priorities. And if it's not, so here's my question to people. If, if you feel like, oh gosh, I need to get healthy, I need to lose weight, I'm gonna ask you to identify your top five, top five priorities. If your health is in there, that's fabulous. Then we're gonna look at your schedule. And I'm gonna ask, does your schedule reflect your priorities? Are you scheduling your time? Are you creating margin and space to work towards your goal every single day? I like to say for an hour a day, if you can create an hour a day to work on your goal, whether that's exercise, track your food, meal plan and prep, heck, sometimes it's an hour of sleep. Sometimes it's meditation or reading for stress management. But working on your wellness for an hour a day, is that on your schedule? Because if it's not, then it's not really a priority because if it's not scheduled, it's probably not going to get done, at least mentally scheduled, but it's better if it's written out. And so then my next question to them is, all right, so you want to lose weight, you want to get healthy, your health is not on a top, in, in your top five priorities, why not? Because if you lose weight and get healthy and keep it off, you're going to better serve whatever your other priorities are up there. You know, you're going to be a more active and engaged partner and um, you'll be a more active and engaged mom or grandma um, whatever the roles that you want to execute well on, you're going to do that better if you're healthy and if you, you're not constantly burdened by that poor health or medical appointments or medications. I mean, a big goal of yours is to get off some of your medications um, and help reduce that pain. And so I think that you get it. And I think that you're placing your health in the top five priorities, but you're also recognizing very quickly that getting a grip on your schedule is really, really, really important. <laughs> I think that was like the first, the first few episodes we really talked about, okay, are you scheduling it? Are you, are you making time to work towards your goal? So I think getting on the no train is what are your top five priorities? Get them clear, write them into your schedule and say no 99% of the time to everything else. That's as simple as it gets. So I think that, you know, if everything is important, nothing is important. So we have to decide what's important and we have to take consistent, meaningful action to do whatever it is that's important to us. You know, for me, it's being a good wife, investing in my faith, investing in my children, being a good daughter, daughter-in-law, being healthy, being a great um, business owner and, and, and creating a course and a community that's really impactful. Everything else kind of unfortunately is not, not a priority. And I think that that's hard to say because 
we're such people pleasers, you know, and it's like, oh, someone's going to hear that and be like, oh my gosh, I'm not as a higher priority as maybe I thought that I was to her. And it's like, well, I only got so much energy. We all, we're all only given the same 24 hours in the day and it's important how we spend our time. So that's, that's in a nutshell in a soapbox, what the no train is and how I would determine like what things you should say yes to and what things you should say no to. So like I love how you do all the time, you carefully craft your soapbox. <laughs> and I know that you have some pointers for people and I would love to hear those. So can you kind of give us your perspective and on setting boundaries and what you've had to do in your journey so far? Uh, so I'm going to start with a, a statement directly to you, Ms. Morgan. And that is that remember that good relationships are a gift you give yourself. So while those friendships maybe aren't getting the time that you think indicates that they're important, uh, quality over quantity. Mm -hmm. Just sending a text to someone saying, hey, I'm thinking about you yeah. and I care about you. That's enough, really, for a lot of people right now, so stressed. Um, I try to do that. I have a list of people. I just rotate through and send out a text every month. Um, yeah, maybe you don't engage in a huge conversation and that's okay. Just knowing that you were a thought in someone's mind in a positive manner is enough. And that's simple. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. I really try to do that. So boundaries. Uh, why don't we set boundaries? In a nutshell, it's because as women, we're told that the things we do aren't valuable. Um, think about people you know that are quote unquote housewives. Is that work considered important? No, it's not. Uh, mothering, parenting, cleaning the house, you know, basically running a business, which is what a family is in a way, is not considered valuable work. Yes, that is gender politics, and I understand that, but we're trained that in order to say no, we have to be doing something that's considered super important by society. Or makes um, money. Yeah, money. And I think that that's reflective of society is we really value money. And, and so power. I think, and power, you know, and so will you kind of dig a little deeper into that? Because I personally think there's, and maybe it's because I'm living it, there's no harder job than being a stay-at-home parent. No. And, and, and being a stay-at-home mom. And I have a heck of a lot of respect for people that do that. So can you clarify a little bit when you say like there's no value or like there's no perceived value in that? Like who's sure. saying that? So my mom is a good example. She was born in the late 30s and was a housewife her entire life. So that became her identity in our community. Her work as a parent of three boys and myself was not considered important therefore people would be think why could why would she say no to any favor i ask her any output of energy she could have right because she's not really doing anything else right, right. she's not producing anything she's not valuable um, a lot of those stereotypes are starting to go by the wayside um, and I'm sad to say it's partially because men are now house parents, if you will. 
uh, more and more. And also women are louder. We talk louder now. We say the things that we really think and mean. If you are a woman or a man and you choose, or anyone in between for that matter, if you choose to be a stay-at-home parent, understand that this is a job that is not 40 hours a week. It's every hour of the week. Every minute of the week <laughs> yeah. is that job. They do not get time off unless they pay someone else to give them time. Think about that. When you go to a 40-hour-a-week job, the rest of the week is yours. When you're a stay-at-home parent, none of the week is yours, and you have mm -hmm. to pay someone to enable you to get out of that job. So these are the kinds of thoughts that lead us to not be able to set boundaries because we think the work I'm doing, the person I am, my identity is not intrinsically valuable. Therefore, I don't have the right to say no. So I'm here right now to tell you that that is bullshit. You always have the right to say no. And yes, you can say no to your children, your parents, your husband, your wife, your partner. Say no. It's okay. Why? You have X amount of energy in a week. If you put in the self-care that Dr. Morgan and I are talking about, you may have a little extra energy, right? Where does that need to go? It needs to go to, as Dr. Morgan said, the top things in your life. For me, professional development, getting healthier, my relationships, that's kind of it for me right now. Three priorities is enough right now, right? Mm -hmm. So that's where my energy is going. And then I, when I do self-care, I have a little extra energy to put out there towards other stuff, which is great, right? But I understand that my time is valuable. If it wasn't valuable, I wouldn't get paid for it. If it wasn't valuable, people wouldn't be impacted by the things that I say. Be aware that when you choose to give your time to someone, it's a gift, even in your job. Yes, I am not kidding, even in your job. Your work does not define you, the quality of your work defines you. So. What do we do to set boundaries? How do we say no, right? Because we're taught that it's not okay to say no because you need to be doing something else that's super valuable. Well, again, bullshit. So the first thing I would do, my suggestion, is to evaluate where it is your time is going. Uh, you know, if health, family, and job are your number one priorities, but you have a huge chunk of time that is going towards being a de facto counselor to your friends, <laughs> towards doing favors for people, mowing someone else's lawn just because they asked you to and you felt bad for them, those kinds of things. Think about very carefully, you're not putting any time towards the things that actually make a difference in your own life. If you aren't making a difference in your life, eventually you won't be able to make a difference in anyone's because you have X to give. And I it love needs that. Stuff. Let's just pause. If you aren't making a difference in your own life, what was the rest of it? Eventually you won't make a difference in anyone else's either. Oh, I love that. I, sometimes I just wish that like I could just like pin that like a little post-it and then pin it to the screen. And I want to just point out to you a big time suck technology. How much time are you on your phone? How much time are you scrolling through social media? 
that's stupid, that's mindless, that like if you asked you, what did you look at 10 minutes later, you wouldn't remember. Um, and then TV, you know, I, I admit that's a, that's a downfall of mine and Justin. Sometimes we watch too much TV at night because it's relaxing and mindless and yeah. that's what we want. Um, but so just when you're doing that time inventory, like Sarah's talking about, pay attention to how many times a day are you checking your phone and spending five or 10 minutes on social media that adds up, adds totally. up in a week. It adds up in a year. So yeah, keep going. And also when your eyes are on the phone, your eyes aren't on your life, period. Um, okay, so, so you're, you've got your time inventory and you realize that you're allotting time to things that aren't important to you and aren't producing good stuff within you. Okay, so that's awesome. Now what do you do? You start small with your boundaries. Pick one thing that you can say no to. I would even suggest practicing. So let's practice right now, everybody. Hey, Morgan, you know what? Would it be okay if you watch the kids for a while next week? Like, like say three, four hours, because I really, really need to get out and do some errands. No, I'm sorry. I wish I could help you out, but it's not going to be something I'm able to do. Great. Okay. The only thing I would say is don't say you're sorry. You're not sorry. You just don't want to no. do it. You've got other stuff to do. So what you could say is, yeah, I totally say? understand that it's so important to get out and do stuff. I don't have time next week to help you, but I, I hope that you do make it out and get some stuff done. So I love that. I think that Sarah is just really, really good with words. Um, I'm trying to be more mindful of the two little words I can't and really trying to not have those in my vocabulary anywhere because they're words of victimization and they shut down your brain's creative power. Like, oh, I just can't figure it out. Well, yes, you can, and you will. So stop telling yourself that you can't. Um, and then I think that that's such a natural tendency for me to say I'm sorry. And I think as women in general, I don't know why, but we just feel like we have to apologize if we can't do something that someone else wants us to do. So can we practice that again? Yeah. Okay. Oh, Morgan, I completely need help. I need to rewrite my resume and I was hoping you and I could meet for a few hours so you could kind of help me get through it and wordsmith it a little. You know, Sarah, I'm not going to have time to do that, but here's a link to an article about resume writing or maybe try reaching out to so-and-so. Is that better? <laughs> yeah, it, it, it isn't a win or loss situation, but don't apologize for taking care of yourself and your priorities because mm -hmm. they're your priorities for a reason. They are yeah. the things that fill your bucket. They are the things that make your life better. Why apologize for it? Would you apologize yeah. for saying I ate healthily? Would no. you apologize for saying I read a really great book and I learned a bunch? Oh, I'm so sorry. Golly, I really expanded my brain. Yeah, mm, right. Probably not. Probably not. I'm sorry. I had to, I had to, I'm sorry. I had to stay home and put the kids to bed and help my husband. Right. Like, but why do we feel like we need to apologize? It's just, it's, it's because women sad. are taught that our lives need an apology, right? Anytime we refuse to give of ourselves, we are basically negating the whole purpose of womanhood, right? Yeah. Women are here to give, to support, to bolster the things that are priorities in men's lives. Yes, this is a sexist statement. I get that. 
But up until very recently, it's a true statement because mm -hmm. our lives, our history even, written by men. That's where, part, that's where capitalism comes from. That's where most governments come from. So we're thinking differently now, but think about even at work, you're in a corporate situation and somebody wants to meet with you. This isn't a project that has anything to do with you. You yeah. don't really have anything to contribute to it, but they want to meet with you because they want your time. Say no. Mm -hmm. And if you don't want to say no, have your assistant say no. And if you don't want to say no, schedule something that looks like a block on your schedule at that exact time and just let that speak for itself. It's okay. I think that okay. that's an interesting paradigm here that I'm going to point out. So in college, I was in a sorority and it was not my deal. Like every single oh, Monday really? night, we had Monday night dinners and you were supposed to dress up. And first off, dressing up is not my deal. Second off, just chit chat is not my deal. Third off, like I need to study. And so what I would do was I would schedule something in my top five priority on top of something that wasn't. And so I would purposefully schedule night labs or to teach an anatomy lab on Monday night, because then I had a legitimate excuse in my mind for not doing something that was not a top five priority, which in that season of life was my education. And so if you really feel bad and like you're really struggling with saying no to something that's not a top, top priority, that's one strategy is schedule something else that is. Um, I, another strategy that I have is no one's going to know if you lie to them. Like no one's going to know. Yeah. <laughs> if, if you feel like one thing that I'm kind of bad about is letting meetings run long sometimes. And so once in a while I'll say, I have another meeting right after this. I'm sorry, I have to go because I do. And it's a meeting with myself to get stuff right. done. <laughs> and that's so let's okay. Point out that these aren't lies. Yeah. What you're saying is you're building a neural pathway in your brain. You're saying that this is a priority. What you're offering as an event is not a priority. You're not lying when you say, I have something else going on at that time because you I do. do. But why is that? Like, why is it that I can val like if I had a meeting with somebody else, I would be like, "Yep, not. A I have. To, I have to go. I'm so sorry. I've, I would apologize again." And but if I have a meeting with myself, like that's not valuable time. Like that's probably the most valuable time. Right. So that goes straight so, back to how women's time isn't important because our work isn't important because we aren't important except as we contribute to society. So. Yeah. I know I know. got you way off track, Sarah. I'm so sorry. Oh, you're but... all right, mama. I'm oh, just see how say... I just apologized again? Uh, Think about that, isn't that interesting? Yeah. Three o'clock to five o'clock in the afternoon is my time. I do not give it to anyone else ever. If I wanna take a nap, if I wanna read a book, if I want to cook something or literally sit and stare at the wall, I don't care. It's my time, Good. but it's blocked on my schedule. <laughs> so I okay. know I got you so off track, but I think I really struggle with this topic. So no, I completely understand. And to be honest, most women struggle with this topic. Um, that is why you have women who get four hours of sleep a night because they're providing value to everybody in their life except themselves. Mm-hmm. So the second, I'm going to wrap this up fairly quickly. Yeah. I would also recommend picking your battles. 
there are people it's very difficult to say no to. So choose when you're going to do that. Um, I have a very close group of friends. I almost never say no to them, but I also am transparent with them about where my time is going. So they, being sensitive folks, don't ask for time without a good reason. And when I say good reason, I'm not trying to imply value statement. I'm just saying nobody in that particular group that I call my J's, the names all start with J, nobody in that group just asked for random time mm -hmm. during the week, which I consider my work week. So I think that's fair. You know, on the weekend, yeah, I got time for you. But during the week, not so much. So mm -hmm. choose your battles. If it's difficult to say no to someone, let them know ahead of time that you're busy. Like, head it off at the pass, like they say in Wiley Coyote. Don't let that stagecoach get down the train, down the trail, because then you can't stop it. Stop it way up here before it ever goes to ask you. Okay, so we're practicing saying no. We're starting small and letting it snowball into bigger no's, which is good. We are evaluating our time. Okay, so let's say we're, we're feeling pretty good. We're feeling pretty empowered. We are concentrating on our top priorities, as Dr. Morgan says. A couple months in, reevaluate your time again and make sure you aren't sort of deceiving yourself about how much time you're spending on things that aren't important to you. Uh, yeah, I'm spending time with my husband, really good quality time. Well, you're watching Lucifer on Netflix and not talking. Good time, maybe not so much. Not bad time, maybe that's your resting time, that's okay. But you don't deceive yourself about what it is you're actually doing. Your time is valuable. Your life is valuable. You are simply valuable. Figure out what your top priorities are. And yes, they will change, I virtually guarantee you, on a yearly basis. And that's okay. That's as it should be. That's life, growth, and development. You can say no without hurting other people's feelings, without destroying their lives, without hindering them in any way. People ask you for time because you've offered it in the past, you've given it in the past. It's okay to set a boundary and say, you know, right now I don't have time, but I'm looking ahead, perhaps, you know, I'm looking ahead to October, the kids are back in school, you know, harvest is over, which it won't be, but, you know, then I'm going to have a few hours a week, and I would love to get together then, mm -hmm. you know, that's okay, send a text, mm -hmm. that's all you do. sometimes I write a card because I have time to do it at night. You are valuable, your time is valuable. Take care of yourself, find those top priorities and let them nurture you into the person you wanna be. Mm -hmm. But yeah, you will never accomplish a big goal without saying no to little things that are getting in your way. And, Absolutely. and I think Sarah brought up a really good point that people are used to you saying yes. And so this, this might be hard for them. And I think explaining is okay, but also don't feel like you have to, you know, don't feel like you have to justify your priorities or your decisions to anyone else because it's really your business and, and pretty much your business only. 
um, maybe your partners that that can, this is your permission to not have to justify, to not say, sorry, let's all work on not saying, not apologizing for trying to become the best version of ourself, you know, right. (laughs) At the expense of whatever else everyone else wants us to do. So I think that that's a great place to wrap it up tomorrow, or excuse me, next week, we're going to be talking about um, stress and rest and Mm. another really important topic when it comes to getting healthy. And you can't do that if you're not scheduling time for yourself and setting boundaries around your time for stress management. So I think that'll be a good topic. So let's wrap this up with one more question. Hey, Morgan. Yeah. You know what would be awesome for me? Let's spend an hour after we get off this call talking about something that's important to me and how you're going to help me with my job interview. Sarah, you just hit a weak spot. Um, Okay, let me practice. You know, Sarah, I am so excited about your job interview. I have full confidence that you are going to kill it. Right after this call, I do have to prepare for office hours. So why don't you just shoot me a quick email and I can get back to you with any specific questions that you have and we'll talk about how it went next week. See? How is that? Boundaries. Boundaries. (laughs) And that's what we'll leave you with this week. Bye, everybody. Bye, guys. Be sure to comment below. Let us know if you struggle with boundaries and maybe what your priorities are. If your health is a priority, let us know that. And subscribe to this channel because when you like and you subscribe, then we know that you like this content so we can make more of it. And thank you so much for tuning in. We will talk to you next week. Bye, guys. All right, there you have it. A little conversation about getting on the no train. So what I want you to do with this information is take action. Like Sarah said, take those small steps. Start with small no's. Identify your priorities and schedule accordingly. It is okay to say no. Your health and your life are worth your time. So please take some time and spend it on yourself today. I'll talk to you again next week. Bye for now.